What's up and welcome to The Realist Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues with real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over there as always is MJ. What's going on, guys? What's going on, YouTube, <laughs> Rumble, and everybody listening on your favorite podcast directory? Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, today's format is going to be... The Realist Weekly Wrap-Up, where we uh, grab some articles from the week, our week Thursday to Thursday, if you didn't know, and we fucking talk about those articles. Um, there's also a couple other formats on this show, one being the Realist Unwrap. Uh, this is the show where, if you don't like MJ's voice, this is the show for you to listen to, because he doesn't talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then the other formats we have are the Message Mondays, which if you're not seeing any Message Mondays, that's on MJ too, because he's supposed to be responsible for telling me, hey, we're going to record a message today or the next recording session. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> and then we have um, the holiday specials and the important days or dates to this country. Um, we haven't gotten to those, but they are coming. Um, we do have a, a busy holiday show schedule coming up in the next, um, couple months. Right. Yep. It's a lot of holidays going to be hitting. Um, other than that, how have you been? Not bad. Not bad. You know, it's like it got a little colder. So for me, you know, I'm not, uh, not too happy about that, but. Oh, I don't know. Tell you, you live in New England. Yeah, I know. It'll be fucking 31 day, 90 the next day. So whatever. Well, anyways, I'm doing great. Um, wait a minute. Wait, wait. How you doing, checkers? <laughs> um, anyways, I uh, just want to jump into this quick uh, little article. It's not nothing crazy, but it has a lot to do with you. Oh. Because you uh, started 75 hard and stopped going to McDonald's. Yeah. They, they, um, they actually need a remake five of their classic burgers to boost sales. Oh shit. I know you bummed. No, I don't really get it. Well, that, give a shit. What, well, they're promising a juicier, more caramelized flavor Ooh. and adding white onions to the patties while they're still on the grill. Wow. Look I know. At that. I, I know. I can see your mouth watering from over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that stuff tastes like shit. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I guess I became like, Tastes like shit. You were there every fucking day. Well, that's with what I'm saying. Coupon, with a coupon with in hand. Fucking yeah. <laughs> They'll be making changes to the Big Mac, the McDouble, the cheeseburger, the double cheeseburger, and the regular hamburger. Nice. Isn't that sacrilegious, though, with, you know, getting, changing the recipe on the Big Mac? Because that's, you know, the staple, the icon of I don't know. McDonald's. It doesn't affect me in any way. Never ate there. I ate there, but you know, it's people will say I'm lying that I never ate there, but I I never have. What's what the fuck was the, the point of you being like, no, I never ate there before. What? I, I don't know. What's the point of me saying a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, that people don't believe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't. Nope. Oh, I don't get it. You're, that's who you are. Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I have eaten uh, fast food in the past. I mean, Taco Bell, but I can't eat that anymore. Fucks up my stomach. Get all, oh, yeah. Get all bloated and nasty and shit. Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah. 
so glad when they came up here. Because the first time I had it, I was down in Virginia, and I was like, "Oh, but they don't, they don't, great. they don't have enough of them in the area." You oh God, no, no. And then they put one in uh, <clears throat> the city that I grew up in, and I was just like, "No, <laughs> no." Well, wherever you put them, they're fucking busy. Yeah, that's true. Very true. But so I'll start it off with my first article from Fox News. <laughs> Bill Barr set to battle Biden's bureaucracy through new legal project focused on excessive regulation. Former Attorney General William Barr is preparing to battle the Biden administration's bureaucratic overreach and excessive regulation that he says is crippling to America's businesses. Barr will chair the advisory board of the Center for Legal Action, a new project launched last week by the conservative American Free Enterprise Chamber of Commerce that aims to rein in excessive federal rulemaking. The left likes to talk about threats to democracy, but the use of the regulatory process to impose these major changes on the United States is the ultimate end run around democracy. Instead of having uh, Congress, the people's representatives make the decisions about the, these fundamental rules that will bind society. Barr said in an exclusive interview with Fox News Digital, we have these unaccountable and frequently non-transparent bureaucracies promulgate these rules, and that's such, so a big end run, he said. Barr, who served as an attorney general under President George H.W. Bush and Donald Trump, says the Center for Legal Action will be involved in all stages of the regulatory process in Washington before the federal agencies that implement them before Congress and before the courts. And that just that just shows that what he's pointing out is it doesn't matter what the Americans want or need. It's more of just what they want to push, which is what we've been saying, their agenda. They have an end game and they want to just push it through no matter what. They don't give a shit. But it goes on to say, for the last 20 years, but certainly under Biden, there's been a huge up or upsurge in regulation and burden of regulation on American companies and on the economy, Barr said. And there's an increasing attempt to bypass the uh, democratic process by having all of these major rules that will have a dramatic impact on our society, having them promulgated by bureaucracies rather than go through the legislative process. Federal rules and regulations are based on federal law, but are written by unelected officials and federal agencies who can interpret the law in ways that Congress didn't intend. Barr said the goal of the center is to break back or to beat back bureaucratic overreach and excessive regulation and do that using every tool possible. He said that includes trying to get Congress to pare back on the ambitions of the bureaucrats, but also where that fails to fight out the regular regulatory process in the agencies themselves and then eventually sue them in court. And I think, I think this is just what everybody needs to hear and see. They need to dive into it and actually look into everything that they, that they try to put out there. Because for me, I feel like big major changes and things like changes to small businesses and stuff like that, that's going to affect a lot of people that should be put to vote. Nothing should go through without us voting, voting it, unless it's something small and stupid. But they continually, all the time, 
push through their regulate their regulations, their agenda, and what they want to go through without consulting the American people that the people that it's actually going to affect. So I just, I think that's, that's fucked up, but that'll do it for that article. Okay. My first article is Washington passes bill allowing children to legally be taken from parents. If parents don't consent to gender transition, MJ, fuck that. Fuck. That is exactly (laughs) right. A new bill passed in the state of Washington seeks to undermine parental rights by allowing shelters to provide gender transition medical services to minors without parental consent. Senate Bill 5599, sponsored by Senator Marco Leas, will allow certified shelters to contact the Department of Children, Youth, and Families instead of parents for children seeking reproductive health services or gender-affirming care. Many argue that the bill could lead to abuse and exploitation of minors as it creates a potential avenue for predators to take advantages of vulnerable children who may be seeking shelter or medical services. This could also have long-term consequences on mental and physical health of children who may not have the maturity or capacity to make informed decisions about their health care. Others have also pointed out that the government should not be involved in providing gender-affirming care to minors and that such these decisions should be left to the parents and medical professionals. I agree with this 100%. And just so you uh, people in Washington know, all the Democrats voted yes on this. Oh, big surprise. All the Republicans voted no. Well, there you go. So... That, that's what's going on. And uh, if you don't think it's going to start pushing into other states with that, um, you're out of your mind. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's just going to spread across the country. So the best thing you could do is not even have your um, your kids in these public schools or anything because then they won't be put in these situations where they think, oh, man, I need to be a – I'm a boy, but I need to identify as a girl. And then you end up getting your kid taken away from you because you're not for it. Yeah, that's fucked up. But – Checkers, that's what you've been saying fucking almost the whole time we've been doing this podcast is to homeschool your kids because of the indoctrination of all the kids, the fucking, all this bullshit that's being put through and they're how unsafe they are. And that's supposed to be a safe space. Yeah, the, the school, and that's what everybody thinks when they send their kid to school. And, you know, it, it always hasn't been a safe place because, you know, there's always something stupid going on at schools, but it, it's, getting, it's getting out of hand now. This is like borderline psychological warfare, honestly. I no, mean, it's just, it's just um, basically the sterilization of our children. So then there's uh, no, you know, a whole gender generation of uh, kids won't be able to have their own children. And then that, that starts to lower the population of uh, the world, which is what the elites want. Yeah, and the- then eventually it get, we'll get to the point where they you know, this is just, their normal doing and the only ones having children are the elites. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bill Gates came out and said that in, in an interview years back. Yeah. He's a moron. Yeah, he is. You're going to take it to your next article. I shall. Okay. <laughs> My next article is from Fox news, Washington state middle school blasted for highly vile licking game between staff and students. So it goes along with what we just were talking about here. 
A Washington State Middle School hosted a licking competition between students and staff, which promoted outcry from parents over the horrifying and highly vile game. In a video recorded by appalled students at Desert Hills Middle School in Kennewick, minor students and adult teachers are shown licking marshmallow cream off of either side of a two clear plexiglass panes at the same time during a competition at a school pep rally on March 31st. Fucking disgusting. With that, there's no, even if there was just one kid, never mind a two-sided fucking plexiglass, plexiglass and you're looking at the other fucking person licking like a fucking, like a dog. Like, that's fucking disgusting. Even if it was just one-sided, what, what the fuck is the point of that? Well, there's a bunch of pedophiles in the schools that are teachers. We just did that on um, Wednesday show, the the left's normalization of pedophilia. And mm. that was the thing that was brought up. And here it is. That's fucking disgusting. They had, like we said, and I'm not going to go into that whole show, but like they said it, and we said in that show, um, in one of the, the last segments of it, is um, the school systems have a bigger problem with uh, pedophiles than the Catholic Church did. Right, yeah. And they they deal with it the same way the Catholic Church dealt with it. They just move them around. Right. So it goes on to say, students in the crowd could be he, uh, screaming, you, disgusting, that's so gross, and what the heck, in the video, which was later posted by Facebook by a concerned mother. Another student yelled, who thought that was a good idea? Facebook didn't take that down? Oh, of course not. Why would they? Well, I mean, it, it was put, putting it out there that this was happening. Usually they're against, uh, well, see, no, that, that's not, you know, misinformation or, <laughs> well, they, they could tag it as misinformation if it goes against it. That's so very that's true. Right it goes on to say Megan saw the mother whose daughter sent her the video told Fox news digital that she originally emailed the superintendent, the school board and the human resources department asking for an explanation regarding what happened to see how they would be addressing the situation. In the video, the principal is seen laughing while taking out his phone to film the scene, according to Sa. She also said she was baffled by another part of the video that showed a grown adult holding a child's head to the plexiglass while licking the other side of the structure, although she said she was most alarmed by the final scene where the security guard looked like he was licking the marshmallow off the glass in a sensual way. What the fuck? That uh, I need to bring it back. I'm getting fucking heated right now. <laughs> I mean, right, right here. I mean, there's, there's what there was. There was the principal. There was the security guard. Um, there's, there's two or three right there well, just in this video that need to be fucking fired. I agree. No questions I agree. asked. But it, but it's kind of funny. Um, you know, when you see this stuff constantly in the news, I feel like they're trying to keep pushing it out, pushing it out. So it, you know, when you see it, you're just like, oh, another, another messed up or screwed up story with pedophiles in the school. Because when you, you think about it, um, like searching through news and stuff. Yeah, Biden sent more money to Ukraine, but it's getting to the point where it's like, oh, just another day in, in America yep. or, you know, trains are being derailed every day. It's like, oh, another day in America. It's 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 not really shocking news anymore. No. Like, and I feel like they keep putting this stuff out there so that it helps with the normalization of the pedof pedophile or pedophilia. Yeah, that does. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
Cause I mean, you don't, I mean, it's out there, but you don't see many people voicing their opinion about it. Right. Exactly. I mean, Florida just passed that law. Like, uh, if you, if you're not following us on Instagram, it was posted in our story that, uh, Florida passed a law that if, um, there is an adult that sexually assaults a child, you're pretty much getting, well, you're not pretty much, you are getting the death penalty and that should be across, across every state in America. Right. And, be. and they, they need to cut through all the, all the legal red tape because people, I didn't realize how long people sit on fucking death row. Yeah. They're there for like 15, 20, 25 years. Yeah. What's the point? What's the point if of giving you get, them the if death you penalty? If you get convicted you, you get walked out to the, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Flip the switch. Yeah. Flip the switch, pull the trigger. The shooting range. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That, that's what, that's what should happen. <laughs> well, some states, some states are legalizing that again. Nice. Yeah. Then yeah, they need to bring that back and then televise it. Like we said before. Yeah. Um, goes on to say, in my opinion, we do not send our children to school to be exposed to uh, highly sexualized behavior by adults. She told Fox News Digital in a statement. We send them to school to learn and for them to socialize with other age with people their ages. And just like you've been saying, we just said it in the podcast. This is just another page in the book of why you need to be schooling your kids at home. And if you say it's uncomfortable financially, this, that, and the other, what's more important? You making money or your kid not being fucked up? Yeah. That's what you need. You need to make hard choices in life. Life is not easy. Make the fucking hard choices in life because the easier path is going to make you lazy. It's going to make you complacent. You take the harder path and you're going to be mentally stronger, physically stronger. It's just, it's better off. You're better off all around. Uh, but it goes on to say they shouldn't have sit in, uh, have to sit in a gym school, a gym for a school assembly and wonder what's going on. Schools should be a safe place for children, which I agree, but obviously they're not to go. And this despicable display of adult behavior was hard to watch. Sa said a couple, she called a couple other moms to get their reaction and gauge if she was potentially overreacting, but she said she was met with similar, react, similar reactions of parents asking, how did the adults in the room allow this to happen? Well, when you're all pedophiles, it's fucking great. This is fucking great. I'm going to go home and spank my meat to this fucking video that I just took of the school kids. Fucking disgusting fucks. At least five adults were in the room. All right, there you go. Five adults fired. We're, we're in the room, and they just continue to participate, she said. This isn't the first instance where I've had a grievance with the school, and I've gone to the principal about it. Well, stop sending your fucking kid to that school. If there's multiple grievances, guess what? Pull them out. Yeah. There's no, they don't have to go to that fucking school. But that's it for that one. Oh, and just so everybody's aware, the states that have legalized the firing squad as a, as a execution would be uh, Utah, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Idaho. That's a good amount. Yeah. Start, starting to come back, it looks like. And um, yeah, because these people need to be made examples of. It's not just, oh, we're just going to well, lay you I, down I, and I, give I, you a little I injection. I don't, I don't really think that's being made, of, made an example of. Like, you're, you're getting walked out there with a blindfold. And then what is it? Six, seven people are lined up with rifles, and only one of them's got a real round in them. No. Yeah, pretty sure that's how it happens. Oh, come on, no, no, no blindfold. Face your face, your fucking face, your death is what needs to happen. 
no blindfold, and everybody needs a fucking full clip. Just so you know, it's mag. Mag, clip, whatever. More bullets than one. It's a, ma- it's a magazine. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and just so we're, we're, everybody's aware, my last article, the one about the parents uh, getting their kids taken away because they want to transition, that, one, that article is uh, from Trending Politics News. So you can find it on there. And the article again was Washington passes bill allowing children to legally be taken from parents if parents do not consent to gender transition. If you want to give it a little read, because it is a little article. So we'll bring it over to my next article, which is from uh, Gizmodo. <laughs> Montana just passed passed the first state TikTok ban. The first of its kind law bans TikTok on devices in Montana and paves the way for copycat legislation in other states. Montana made history on Friday by becoming the first state uh, legislature to approve a wholesale TikTok ban affecting nearly all devices in the state. The first of its kind ban, which goes far beyond previous state efforts banning the app of government devices, could set the precedent for a wave of TikTok TikTok bans in other Republican-led states. Widespread TikTok bans, for better or worse, could become a reality. The state's House of Representatives voted in favor of the bill called SB 419 by a margin of 54 to 43 on Friday afternoon, Montana's state Senate already approved the bill back in March, meaning the only thing preventing it from becoming law is a signature from the governor. And known journalist body slammer Greg Gainfort once signed the ban, once signed the ban, once signed the ban will be in effect in January of 2024. However, the bill would become void if Congress enacts it enacts its own national TikTok ban. The bill also wouldn't apply if TikTok divests its U.S. business from the Chinese ownership. How is this going to work, MJ? That was, that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. SB 419 prohibits TikTok from operating within the territorial, territorial jurisdiction of Montana. Over fears, the app could be manipulated by Chinese government for espionage purposes, if TikTok or app stores violate the law, Montana's Department of Justice could slap them with penalties of up to $10,000 per day for the length of the violation. Those fines would apply to entities, uh, facility, uh, facility, whatever. Uh, entities of TikTok's download rather than the app's users. TikTok endangers the safety of Montana Montanians and Americans at large. Montana State Senator Shelley Vance, one of the bill, <laughs> one of the bill's um, primary authors, said, according to KTVH. We know we know that uh, beyond a doubt, TikTok's parent company, Bit, Bit, uh, BitDance, is operating as a surveillance arm in Chinese Communist Party and gathers information about Americans against 
their will. It's worth nothing here, while numerous lawmakers and intelligence agencies have justified banning TikTok out of national security concerns. There is still no concrete evidence that Chinese government has even used TikTok to surveil American users. But previous reporting has shown BitDance employees China in China can have uh, can and have been able to view U.S. Uh, user data. So in an email to Gizmo, uh, Gizmodo, a TikTok spokesperson said the bill amounted to censorship and would almost certainly be challenged by courts. Well, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, it has to do with censorship? Oh, Crimea River. Right. <laughs> that's, that is, that that, is the that, government. That, that, no, that's, that, that was TikTok, uh, TikTok spokesperson saying that. Right, and, right. And what do they do? They censor the fuck out of everything anyways. Right, yeah, that's true. We will continue to fight TikTok users and creators in Montana whose livelihoods and First Amendment rights are threatened by this egregious government overreach. A TikTok spokesperson told Gizmodo... Um, uh, opponents of the Montana bill like the ACLU say it would violate the First Amendment and be a disaster for freedom of expression in a letter sent to lawmakers earlier this week. The ACLU and five uh, other civil liberty organizations said they had failed to prove TikTok poses an immediate harm to Montana residents. Montana's TikTok bill is censorship. Plain and simple, ACLU Senior Policy Counsel Jenna Le- uh, Levinoff said in a statement, Montana's de- Montanians deserve better than uh, better to have their representatives violate their free speech rights by cutting them off from a unique platform that allows them to speak their minds, exchange information, and learn new things. Like TikTok dances. Right. <laughs> Did Montana just uh, pave the way for a nationwide ban? By uh, approving the nation's TikTok ban, Montana may have just given a green light to Republican lawmakers across the country to push forward with their own copycat bills. If that happens, TikTok may have no choice but to agree to be for to a forced spinoff of its U.S. business business currently favored by the Biden administration. That patchwork of state TikTok bans could also encourage lawmakers in Congress to rip the Band-Aid off and pursue its own TikTok ban. While that seemed unlikely just a few months ago, lawmakers from both sides of the political aisle seemed united in the aggressive stance towards TikTok uh, during a combative hearing with the company's CEO last month. There are currently around a half a dozen bills floating around D.C. that one way or another, would end up with a TikTok ban. Well, you know what? I I do remember um, that, I don't know if it was the government or, you know, somebody up at that level um, saying, well, we have have these suspicions about it, so let us look into it and see if that, you know, see how you're, you're able to monitor people and whatnot. And I remember them saying, no, no, you can't. And so right there, that, I mean, that, that's, that's suspicious. I mean, you know, they, they, the, the guy that runs, what's his name? 
Now he went up again uh, up in into Washington talking to uh talking before the Senate. Um no, oh, they don't have his name here. And he was representing TikTok and he was uh, assuring that Americans data is Chevy is safe. Chew or whatever his name was. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's probably his name. Sounds about right. Um <laughs> um that Ameri- he said that Americans' data is safe. American American TikTok basically is runoff of servers in America, and those servers are run and policed and monitored by American people. So it's not like all of our information that when when people use TikTok goes over to China, it come it it stays on servers here, and that's what he was pointing out, and. That's all well and oh, good. Is, is that's that why, fine. Is that why China flew a balloon over half the country so they could collect all that data from the servers? Right. <laughs> and um, so th- that's fine that they that they're in servers here, but who's to say that you know the data is collect not it, it's collected here? Who's to say that it's not being then transferred over to China instead of going directly to China? So it doesn't look so bad. You know what I mean? And that's probably why they didn't want us to look into where the where the data is actually going and then to go along with that what they just said about learning new things on tiktok he's like oh we're we're gonna be unveiling and uh rolling out this this new thing where you can learn math and this and that on tiktok that's not gonna fucking go through i mean they'll probably put it put it out there but it's not gonna go anywhere that's not what people use tiktok for it's literally just the dances like you said so, I don't know. Well, no, it's not, it's not just the dances. I mean, people people do use it for. <laughs> mm, yeah, I guess they do, but it's primarily for the it's dances, pri- it, challenges, and you fucking. There was a kid the other day that just fucking died because of a TikTok challenge. Well, let's bring it in my next article. You want to talk about it already? <laughs> fucking. Um, this is from Brybart. Um, Ohio teen dies from Benadryl overdose after attempting TikTok challenge. A 13-year-old boy, Ohio boy dies, um, has died from an overdose on the allergy medication Benadryl after attempting a deadly challenge popular, uh, popularized on the Chinese social media app TikTok. So this is why uh, there should be a ban because this is uh, stuff that's happening. The TikTok yep. challenge involved taking 12 to 14 Benadryl pills which killed 13-year-old Jacob Stevens, according to a report by ABC6. What the fuck? <laughs> Justin Stevens, Jacob's father, and um, said his son was home with friends when the overdose occurred. He explained that Jacob's friends filmed him attempting the TikTok challenge when suddenly his body started seizing. Then... Then the teen was taken to a local hospital where doctors told Justin his son would never wake up again. No brain, no brain scan. There was nothing there. Um, the boy's family told the outlet. He said we could keep him on a ventilator. We could, you know, uh, he could lay there like that, but we'll never open his eyes again. He will never breathe on his own, do anything like that. Now, Jacob's family is urging other parents to pay attention to what their children are doing on the phone and to tell them about what happened to their son. So so there you go. Bit danced in in TikTok 
That's what you're fucking promoting on your on your platform. Like, what the fuck? Well, it, was, well, it wasn't even that, the, well, the one I was yeah, referring no, to. Well, hold on. It's, it's, not ju- it's not just that. It's also parents that want to just put their fucking kid in front of a cell phone at a young age. And then this is how they learn to just entertain themselves is with a cell phone or tablet or what's, you know, being done like with that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, keep an eye. Uh, the parents said, keep an eye at what you're they're doing on the phone. They said, uh, talk to them about the situation. I want everybody to know about my son. The boy's family are also trying to get lawmakers to put an age restriction on purchasing the medicine like Benadryl. Justin uh, told ABC six that he has contacted Ohio governor, Mike Dwayne DeWine Republican. It's my goal now to make, make that happen. I'll go at it until I die. He said the 13 year old, 13-year-old's death is the latest TikTok-related fatality as Chinese-owned app has proven to be dangerous for kids and young adults. The TikTok challenge that ended Jacob's life first became popular in 2020. It involves urging users to take large doses of Benadryl and to induce high hallucinations. Yeah, hallucinations. The challenge has resulted in reports of teens being rushed to the hospital. And in some cases, like Jacob, Jacob, the Jacobs dying last year, the FDA warned parents and other uh, parents of another deadly TikTok challenge that involves children cooking chicken in NyQuil. What the fuck? <laughs> Earlier this year, a 12-year-old girl died after participating in the deadly choking challenge popularized on TikTok. The girl's death was also filmed in a video call while her classmates watched as she attempted the deadly challenge. Last summer, a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old in the UK allegedly died from attempting the same challenge. Fucking Jesus Christ. Like, all right, the, the... TikTok challenge is dumb in and of itself. Where the hell is your common sense? Like, I understand the thrill of doing something like challenging or daring or, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? You have to know taking 10 to 12 Benadryl is not going to come out right. You're not going to come out right. Or cooking uh, chicken at night. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. That's just, I don't know. That's dumb. That's absolutely retarded. Well, when you when you're being taught in school about um, transitioning and drag queens and you know pronouns and all that, they're not teaching you common sense, I guess. So, well, yeah, that's definitely true. Very evident, obviously. But that it? Yeah, you can bring it in the next one. All right, my next one's from CNN Health. As gun violence reaches record levels in the U.S., an underlying trauma may be building up. As more communities reel from the deadly mass shootings, including Dadeville, Alabama, where four people were killed and 28 injured at a Sweet 16 birthday party over the weekend, there's evidence that the trauma of gun violence in the United States is taking a collective toll on the nation's mental health. Research published this year suggests that the negative effects that mass shootings can have on mental health may extend beyond the survivors and community directly affected to a much broader population. 
In the days after a school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, in May, a mental health crisis line received a spike in messages that referenced guns and other related firearm-related terms. According to a study uh, funded by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Hmm. although the study did not track the specific location of the messages coming in, conveniently, Crisis Text Line, a nonprofit organization offering free confidential crisis intervention, serves people nationwide. And that, I feel like, I'm not trying to say or take away from the mental effects of mass shootings because I do believe that there is. But the reason I chose this article is because I feel like this is the far left's pushing for the gun, gun basically, elimination of the guns. Because that's that's really what they want. It's the gun reform. It's, you know, all of that shit. So I feel like they're infiltrating, you know, this way in one of the many different fronts that they're doing right now um, just to push their agenda through. But it goes on to say mass shootings have escalated to a record in pace in U.S. in the U.S. with at least 162 already reported in 2023. It has been a week since the deadly mass shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky, and there have been more than a dozen since, according to the gun violence archives. The devastating frequency means more and more people are directly affected, and the general public is regularly exposed to the indirect impacts. We know the the exposure through the media, which can happen across many different outlets, will, with the swipe of a finger or ding on your phone, to some type of traumatic event, can result in some experience someone experiencing an acute stress reaction and can trigger underlying post-traumatic stress that they may have from something else, said Leah Brogan, a psychologist who works at both at both the Center for Violence Prevention and the Center for Injury Research and Prevention at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So certainly that consistent exposure can be escalating and activating people even when they don't experience something directly. I... I'm not going to take away from somebody having having you know their their own mental things, but I I feel like that's just jumping on the boat, jumping on the trend of oh yeah that that affects me. You have those um well hypochondriacs, mm-hmm. people that don't actually have that that issue, but they they want to have that label on them so they they feel that empathy from other people. So that's it for that one. All right, I got another article from Breitbart. It's uh. Burn Bra Challenge takes over TikTok in protest of Nike Dylan Mulvaney ads. Nice. Burn it. (laughs) Several women have taken to TikTok to join the Burn Bra Challenge to destroy their Nike sports bras after the sportswear giant hired transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney to flog the company's sports bra and leggings. See, these are, um, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, I I support this, but these are challenges. You shouldn't be, like, overdosing on medication and, like, stupid shit like that. Right. And basically all you're doing that for, like the last article, you're doing that for attention so you can get views, likes, and comments. Exactly. Not really supporting anything or anything like that. Yeah, if you're taking a stand against something or, you know, and... um, like like this this would be a way of a protest i i i believe and you're not hurting anybody you're just 
Yeah, just burning. You're burning your own product that you spent money on, but right. you know. And like you said, like you said in um, on Instagram, like I like like you said, if if you're not following, you follow us on Instagram. But you said if you're going to do, if you're gonna boycott something, boycott it for life. Don't just do it for this time until they change their minds. Yeah, don't do it because it's trending or for a minute or you know whatever. Right. Just if you're gonna do it, then fucking be done with the company. There's plenty of other companies out there that are putting out products like this. So, um, a TikTok user calling herself chatterbox dot mama. And <laughs> who also describes herself as Southern mama posted her burn bra challenge on Tuesday in which she is seen setting Nike woman's sports sports top on fire. As she tells viewers that she is sick and tired of the company pushing women around. The New York Post reported. There you go. That's what you said about it, too. Yeah. All you real women out there, we are in the fight of, fight of all fights, the woman said to her hundred to more than 140,000 followers. Since the 1960s, we have been fighting for the right, right to be women. She added, Nike, you should be ashamed of yourself. Nike, you should be... Um, Ashamed of yourself, so ashamed of yourself. You choose a little boy with no breasts and some junk in his pants to represent uh, real women. She she said, adding, "Nike, I am done with you." Okay, well, first of all, that quote's not right. She's not. He's not a little boy. He's fucking like twenty eight. Right. And he wants to identify as a preteen girl. If that's or uh, le- yeah, like preteen, 11, 12 year old girl. That's why he dresses that way. And I guess, uh, you know, in those videos, he, he acts like w- what he thinks a preteen would talk about and stuff like that. So that's first, first of all, fucked up. And then secondly, he's for transitioning and pushing the transition of young children. And this stupid fuck still has a dick between his legs. The fuck is that? So you're pushing for something that's that's psychologically um, fucking up children, and you're fucking them up in the long run because they're getting these surgeries. And what are you doing it for? For for likes and shit. So she continued to say, "I will never buy a Nike product for as long as I live." She said, "And there are millions and millions and millions of women just like me." Well, you want to know what? To you millions and millions and millions of women just like her, you better fucking hold the line. Exactly. You better not fucking see a sale on a Nike sports bra or leggings or a Nike t-shirt and fucking go buy it. And that's for men too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? It needs to be both sides. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Nike Nike is uh, reportedly fucking up doing shit like this. And nobody, nobody wants to, because everybody's like, oh, I need those new Jordans. <laughs> I need those new LeBrons. Right. Well, you want to know something? If fucking you started boycotting Nike, guess where guess where those shoes would be getting sold by some other company. She then challenged other women to burn your Nike bras as a way of showing our solidarity and how serious we are that we will be recognized. We are the queens, your consumer uh consumers hit you where it hurts. And that's right in your pocket, she said, concluding, I challenge every real woman that is sick of this nonsense. It's a great night to burn my Nike bras. Nice. 
they're pushing us around and we're not doing anything about it. She then burned two bras next to the outdoor pool. The latest dust up over Malvini's endorsement came after the sportswear giant inked a deal with the blatantly non-athletic trans trans activist to dance around in Nike sports bra and leggings on April 5th, which you, you talked about that in uh, last week. So here, here's another company that is taking a biological man that thinks it's awesome to dress up like a woman and giving them him more rights and more opportunity than a biological woman. Yeah, that's fucked up. So, yeah, I agree with, uh, what the fuck was this person's TikTok name? Oh. <laughs> Chatterbox.mama. <laughs> or Southern Mama. <laughs> that, that one's really, really sticking with you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree with her. Fucking women need to start fucking come together and start standing up against us. You guys wanted that. You guys fought for the title nine and you know, all these rights, which is great. You guys should have rights that are equal to men because everybody in this country should have uh, equal rights, no matter your gender, your race, whatever your religion is, yep. all the same rights. And um, the fact that um, the transgenders are um, being pushed ahead of everybody and they, they want all these special rights, which I don't understand because, you know, if you're a transgender man or woman of age, not a child, because if you're, you're of age over 18, I don't give a fuck what you do. Okay. But if you're of age and you transition, great. You still have the same rights because if you're going from a male to a female or a female to a male, we all have the same rights as Americans. Right. And you know what? That I'm, I'm, I have the same, same opinion. Like I don't give a shit what you do, but even if there are people that are against it, welcome to America. You can have your own fucking opinion. Well, no, the the thing is, is they want to make it sound like, oh, um, we're always under attack and we're this, we're that. You know what's coming out is um, nobody gives a fuck what you guys are doing. So you guys got to go out and do all these mass shootings now to yeah. try to get um, people to see what the cause is about. But no one cares. And the only reason there's such an uproar now about being uh, outspoken against transgenderism is because you're going after the children. Yeah. And that's, everybody's been saying it. Once you start attacking the children or going after the children in this country, people are going to fucking start standing up. Exactly. Bud Light found out or Anheuser-Busch found out real quick in their first week, would they lose six or $7 billion? Yep. So they can push an article or an article push um, marketing towards a percentage of the United States that is less than 0.5%. And had nothing to do with their sales. Because in the last show, I said 5%. I forgot to put the point in front of it. I said it three times. I'm a fucking idiot. But (laughs) (laughs) didn't know you're an economist, but okay. (laughs) But but, uh, 0.5% of, um, of this country, not, not the world, this country is transgender. So less, like, and it's less than that because it's 0.4, you know, you know, something, one, something. six, yeah. th- you know, whatever. So we're making a big deal out of less than 0.5% of this country. Yeah. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's that. And it's just like, you know, back when I was a kid, the gay and lesbian movement, like, you know, they started to come out because they were, they felt ashamed and they were being shamed, which was wrong. Um, Cause if that's what they want to do as an adult and you know, whatever, go do you that that's, that's America. You're free to do whatever you want, freedom of religion, all that shit. They even uh, started passing, you know, gay and lesbian marriages. Um, and not once during that, did you hear about any mass shootings? You d- you just heard a peace, basically a peaceful protest for their freedoms, for them to be as free as, you know, being free to be gay or lesbian or whatever. Now here we come with the transgender movement and it just shows that this is a violent movement and that's all that it is. It's a violent and degrading movement. It's violent because they're, like you said, shooting up schools. They're coming out and, and physically assaulting people. If you're against trans being transgender, they're indoctrinating the kids. They're, they're psychologically fucking up the kids because these fucking kids are getting surgeries like that. That's just absolutely fucked up. It blows my mind. Every time I hear that there's a transgender surgery happening to a child. Like, I I don't understand it. Not at all. Well, you can bring it into your next one. All right. This one's from Newsmax. Oh, wow. Right? Rep Comer to Newsmax. Nine Bidens implicating in evading the IRS. Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Rep James Comer, Representative uh, Republican of Kentucky, told Newsmax on Monday that his committee's revelatory investigation now pins nine members of the Biden family connected to influence peddling. The chairman notes during his interview that among what's most shocking is how they've managed to evade the Internal Revenue Service. That's not shocking. (laughs) How's that shocking? (laughs) Comer tells uh, Rob Schmidt tonight that the family business centering around Joe Biden's political career appears to be Influence peddling. What we've learned, Comer continues, is that there are now nine confirmed Biden family members who have received some type of deposit from what I would consider adversarial countries around the world, not just China. So this is something that we obviously feared. We knew that there were three or four Bidens implicated, but now we've we're up to nine. And I predict there are going to be more when all this is said and done. Another thing that's shocking, Comer's adds, is to see how many different LLCs that were registered in Biden family names. And a lot of those LLCs, it appears to me, were just created to help kind of launder, so to speak, the money to hide the sources where these large deposits were coming from. It's very concerning how they've gotten away from this. They've gotten away with this from the IRS alone is shocking. But to, to see up close and personal what various banks, and we're talking about lots of different banks with lots of different accounts, with lots of different Bidens, have, it, have said what they suspect is going on. It's very concerning. And that article right there, I mean, there's, they, they just said they have these nine Bidens locked, off, locked down with evading the IRS, which has to do with taxes, right? Tax evasion. Isn't there somebody uh, in court right now for that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Trump. <laughs> so, but well, yet, but yet a- they're a- all C- fucking a- running around. Um, 
I don't think it was tax evasion. It was uh, something to do with uh, his his uh, campaign finances. Oh well, you know something something to do with money. Well, because because AOC did the same thing, uh, and she says the the charges are going to be thrown out. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Bragg should be going after her just as hard as she's going. He's going after um, uh, Trump. Right. That's very true. You know, you don't you don't just go after one person because this person's on your side. No, no, that's not the way. That's not the way the government and and politics is supposed to be. The whole reason they're there is to better the country for us, and that's it. But what we have seen decade after decade now is pushing their side, yeah. what they want. This is what we want. Not you never hear them say this is what would benefit America. This is what would uh, benefit the American citizen. It, you don't hear that anymore. There's a, there's like a handful of of people in the government that are actually for the people. That's the whole fucking point. They're there. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's it for my article. Okay. This next article I have coming from um, MJ himself from Fox News. <laughs> Nice. This is my debut. (laughs) Biden DeVito GOP bill protecting women's sports calls it discrimination against transgender students. White House, if the pedophile were presented the HR 734, he would veto it. The White House vowed Monday that pedophile Biden would uh, will veto the bill that would prevent biological males from participating in women's sports should it pass both houses of Congress. The Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, or H.R. 734, was introduced by Representative Greg Stebio, Republican of Florida, and it's expected to come to a vote on House floor sometime this week. The administration strongly opposes the House passage of H.R. 734. The White House said in the statement, for students nationwide participating in sports and being part of a team is an important part of growing up, staying engaged in school, learning leadership and life skills. H.R. 734 would deny access to sports for many families by establishing an absolute ban of transgender students. Even those as young as elementary schoolers playing on a team uh, um, consistent with their uh, gender identity. Schools, coaches, and athletic associations around the country are already working with families to develop participation rules and that are fair and that take into account particular sports, grade levels, and levels of competition. A national ban that does not account for uh, competitiveness or grade level, H.R. 734 targets people who are who they are and therefore is discriminatory, it's said. The statement accused politicians of uh, dictating a one-size-fits-all requirement and forces coaches to remove kids from their teams and argued transgender youth across the country were already facing mental health crisis. 
yeah, they're facing a fucking mental health crisis because you're pushing all this goddamn shit in front of them. They're not expect getting a mental health crisis or dealing with mental issues because they can't play sports. They're, they're having a problem with why they can't play their sport because, you know, they, they were a boy at one point and now they're a girl. So they're, they're having a problem understanding that. Right. It claims such a law was unnecessary and that it hurts families and students. Discrimination has no place in our nation's schools or on our playing fields. Instead of uh, addressing the pressing issues that families and students face today, such as raising, raising a teacher's pay, keeping guns out of schools, addressing the mental health crisis our youth faces, and helping students learn and recover academically and from unprecedented disruptions. Congressional Republicans have instead chosen to prioritize policies that discriminate against children, the White House said. I'll fix all those problems right now. Instead of, uh, what did they say? They should be raising teachers' pays. Okay, we'll get rid of the fucking pedophiles in the schools and stop pushing this transgender bullshit on our fucking children. And you'd probably get really good people that actually care about the students. Keep guns out of the schools. Okay, we could keep guns out of the schools if, you know what? You arm the teachers or you put armed security at the fucking doors. So you know what? These psychotic transgender non-binary fucks wouldn't be breaking into the schools and shooting them up. Okay, so there's there's two of those problems solved. Addressing the mental health crisis of, that our youth faces. All right, you know how we fix that problem? We fucking stop teaching them about all these sexual acts. We stop teaching them uh, all this bullshit about fucking, you know, oh, you can be, you know, if you want to be a little girl, Johnny, you can. No. No, you can't. One, one thing I did see online, and it was uh, a video from... Uh, Gays Against Groomers is the person was uh, saying, oh, they picked up their um, their nephew and their nephew is young, like four or five. And I guess his friends ask, um, oh, is is uh, your aunt a boy or a girl? And um, uh, she goes, he goes, well, it's my auntie, so it's a girl. And then he, she said, that's all they need to know. Just because I have my hair shorter or you know, whatever doesn't, we don't have to be bothering them with who I have, you know, sexual relations with. All they need to know is, Hey, I'm a girl and that's it. I have my hair shorter because there's guys out there that have longer hair. Right. And you know what? You tell a little kid that and they're fine with it. They carry on with their day. Yeah. They don't need to know all the other bullshit. Nope. No. So I agree with that, you know, and I, and that's the thing. I don't have any problem with uh, what, what you want to do as an adult, but leave the kids out of it. Exactly. So that would address that mental health issue. Stop talking about all this fucking shit. Yep. Okay. And, um, you know, and then, then they want to, they want to talk about and help the students uh, with academic, academic uh, issues that are uh, not being disrupted. Okay. We'll fucking teach them literature. Teach them math. Teach them history. Teach them science. Don't teach them, hey, you know what? In kindergarten, you know, this is this is how you suck a dick. Right. Or this is this is what you do. You know, like these are the fucking things that they're teaching your kids in school. So, you know what? I will admit, I'm not the smartest person in the world. 
I drive a truck and look out a fucking window, but you know what? I just solved all four of your problems that these stupid Democrats are fucking in the house bitching about. Yeah, they're making a very not non-complicated thing very complicated. Yeah. You have those kids from this time to this time, basically eight hours around there. So it was already kind of a struggle before all this all this woke bullshit. There was there was this kind of outcry where, oh well, the Chinese are are smarter because they're teaching them this at this age, and so they're advancing faster and getting smarter because they're so, actually teaching them stuff. <laughs> exactly, and and so in our schools they were like, oh, we have we have to do better with with math and social studies and all this shit, and that was that was only like maybe five years ago, maybe a little bit more, and now here we go. It's like toss all that shit out the window, bring in all this fucking woke bullshit. And they're and they're wondering why the kids are fucking coming out dumber than ever. Like it's not the kids' fault whatsoever. I don't blame them at all. I blame the fucking school system for allowing this shit. Like you're you're the principal of that school. You are the head of that school. If your governor or whatever fucking I don't know who they who who's telling them to to push this Sur- shit. The superintendent. The superintendent. Yeah. I'd be like, really? You want me to do? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, that's not happening in my school. Absolutely not. They're getting taught this, 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 and this. That's it. That's what that's what they're there for. Well, if uh pedophile Biden were presented the HR seventy uh seven thirty-four, uh he would veto it, it added. Uh the Republican from Florida, uh the Republican from Florida's bill, the educational institutes that receive Title IX funding from federal government would not be allowed to permit a person whose sex is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designed for women or girls. Wow. So you're not going to get money until I until you do what I want. That's what they're no, saying. No, they're saying you're not getting money if you're putting men into fucking girl sports, oh, oh, which is right. exactly what needs to happen. These schools shouldn't be getting any federal funding if they want to do this. Right. And you know what? If your school's doing that and you have a daughter, pull them out of the school and go find a fucking school that isn't going to do this. Yeah. Exactly. And then you know what? That, 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 that girl's soccer team or lacrosse team or whatever can be full of a bunch of dudes that can't hack it in men's sports because they're getting fucking laid out or leveled on the fucking playing field. Right. That's fucked. That's fucked. The bill says that the sex of an athlete would rec- uh, be recognized only by their reproductive, biological, and genetics uh, at birth. The legislation would allow transgender female athletes to train or practice in a girls' athletic program, but only if biological female athletes, uh, but only if no biological female athletes is deprived of a roster spot. All right. All right. So, yeah. Democrats have made it clear that most of all, uh, most of all of them will oppose the bill on the floor. The House of Education and Workforce Committee approved the legislation in a 25 to 17 vote. Every Republican voted for it, and only Democrats voted against it. You know why? Because like Marjorie Taylor Greene said, She's the, Demo- the Democrats are full are a party of pedophiles. Yep. Because why else would you want to push the sexualization of children so bad? Whether it's transgender shit, whether it's te- over-sexualizing them with fucking these stupid books, whether it's teaching them all this these sexual acts, um, 
having drag queen hour in the schools. Like, like the Democrats just need, they, they need to come up with a new party. Yeah. Because all these pedophiles are making, cause that's not what, you know, usually Democrats like love, love the country. You know, they'll, they'll do anything for it. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But nope, not anymore. That's it for that article. All right. So my next one is from the Washington times. Biden family profited from human trafficking scheme, House investigators say. Two Republicans on the House Oversight and Accountability Committee say the Biden family profited from a human trafficking scheme that included a a prostitution ring in the U.S. and countries such as Russia and Ukraine. Rep. uh, Rep. uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia and Nancy Mace of South Carolina said they had viewed bank documents at the Treasury Department that contain draw-dropping evidence of an extensive web of Biden family foreign business deals, including human human trafficking and prostitution rings. And this motherfucker is still the fucking president. Like, I don't know. The committee is investigating whether President Biden participated in or knew about his family's foreign business deals. Really? Of course he fucking knew about it. (laughs) What the fuck? The Republican-led panel is uh, combing through Treasury Department's suspicious activity reports of, or SARs, that banks have generated. In a video posted on her Twitter account, Ms. Green said the Oversight Committee had just finished reviewing more than 2,000 pages of financial records related to the Biden family's business dealings. I just saw evidence of human trafficking, Ms. Green said. And this involved prostitutes, not only from here in the United States, but foreign countries like Russia and Ukraine. And I think that is absolutely fucked up that this fucking guy is still in the fucking presidency. There's, I mean, it's, it's almost every week I'm coming with articles that I did obviously did not write. I don't write articles. I'm reading from these places. Yeah. And there's so much fucking evidence against this guy to get him out of the fucking presidency. And he's just still fucking walking around there. Yeah. He's still, you know, fucking, he doesn't, I don't think he knows he's there, but you know, it's fucked up. It is. That's the end of that one. All right. This one uh, is from Trending Politics. Bud Light has reportedly paused all marketing after intense backlash. Bud Light is backpedaling on their decision to partner with transgender media personality Dylan Mulvaney. Anheuser-Busch's decision to promote the trans influencer has been faced with severe backlash. Reports are now surfacing that no one at the senior level gave the green light for their new marketing campaign. No one at the senior level, huh? According to two sources familiar with the matter, the Daily Wire reported that the decision to feature uh, Mulvaney in an advertising campaign aimed at younger customers was not authorized by high-ranking executives in the company. No one at the senior level was aware of this happening, one anonymous source said. Some uh, low-level marketing staffer who uh, helps manage hundreds of influencer engagements, they uh, they do must have thought it was no big deal. Obviously, it was. And it's a shame because they have a well earned reputation for just being America's beer. 
not a political company. It was a mistake. According to the Daily Wire, the company was likely going to implement a more robust process for evaluating controversial figures in the future to avoid another public public relations nightmare. The claim that a lower level employee was allegedly behind the Mulvaney campaign comes after two female vice presidents at the company had previously championed inclusivity at the company. The company has reportedly put a pause on the campaign. Anheuser-Busch lost over $5 billion after promoting the marketing campaign featuring Mulvaney. The new vice president of the brand, Alyssa, I don't, I don't know how to say her fucking last name. The fucking stupid, stupid, uh, stupid woke bitch. Yeah. <laughs> My pronouns are. Give a she, fuck what your pronouns she, are. She and her. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the first female vice president of marketing. Crit, uh, criticized its reputation and core customer base uh, for being fratty and promoting out-of-touch humor. Bud Light has sponsored events such as Pride Parades and Festivals in 2019. Bud Light released a limited edition rainbow-colored aluminum bottle during the Pride Month, which is no fucking big deal, you know? Right. You, 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 can, you can still support the, uh, the gay community and, you know, the lesbian community and all that. The problem that everybody's having with this is you guys are, you know, well, we don't know if it was all of them, but they were trying to push this transgender ideology down everybody's fucking throat and everybody's done with it. Yeah. And Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch had to find out the fucking hard way. Good. And that's, and that's, it, what, for, that's it for that article. I'm, I'm good with articles, but that's, oh, okay. that's exactly what needs to fucking happen. Yeah. That is exactly. And then don't just stop. Like you said, don't just stop. Stay there. Yeah. Because in that article, that was the, the bitchiest fucking cop out ever. They put a pause on on the, the campaign. They shouldn't have said, we put a pause on it. They should have said, we fucking thrown it out the window. Exactly. If you're such an American company, American American is America is known as bold and you know strong. Not we're just gonna put a pause on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then you you didn't say that you fired that fucking person. You he he or she just lost the company five billion dollars. That is a lot of fucking money. That that person needs to be fucking fired. You're gone, and that's it. And it I think it's also bullshit that this campaign that that gets pushed out there that some low level person like they said this low level person put it put it out there. You're telling me that any any low level person in there can advertise and make commercials and all this other shit for Budweiser? No, no, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, anyways, if um, you're all done talking, oh yeah, did you meet your quota for today? I did. I got okay. my word count. I'm good. Okay. Because <laughs> I know I know on uh, Wednesday show you don't say much, so I know you got to try to jam in all your words for the week. Yeah. Okay, so if you're uh, watching us for the first time on uh, YouTube or Rumble, uh, we appreciate it, but you should probably hit that subscribe button and um, that notification bell. Leave us a comment and a like and, um, you know, all that good stuff over there. Um, And if you're listening to us on a podcast directory for the first time, the many that we're on, 
um, and you did find us, you should hit the follow button, you know, leave us a rating and a comment or not a comment, but a review. Let us know how we're doing, whether it's good or bad. And, um, you know, while you're doing all that, you can head over to Instagram and Twitter and follow us at checkers and, oh, checkers underscore and underscore MJ. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And you're going to see stuff that, uh, you know, we don't all, not everything that gets posted on there is talked about on the show. So you probably do want to get over there. If you are listening and you do like the show, just get over there and follow those. Um, we are also on truth, the, um, social platform that is eventually going to take off at the underscore realist under underscore uncensored. And for all you people that are listening, strictly just listening, and you just heard that we're on YouTube and rumble, you find us there at the realist uncensored. That is one word, the realist uncensored and look for our photo. Cause, um, you know, apparently some people are having problems finding the account, but we're out there. Also, you can email us at therealistuncensored at gmail.com. If you got anything cool that, you know, you find article-wise or you have a show that you would like us to do, send us an email and we'll, um, I'll talk about it with, uh, you know, our producer, MJ, to see if it makes the cut. <laughs> what? I don't consider myself a producer, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Also, um, if it's your first time listening, you and uh, you might want to know that we are dropping shows weekly every Wednesday and Friday, and uh, occasionally on Mondays. If uh, our producer MJ ever fucking um, gives us gives us the green light, the green light on a on a fucking <laughs> message Monday. So uh, you know, with that uh, with that final statement, that's gonna wrap up the fucking show. And, um, yeah, I hope everybody enjoys the weekend. <laughs>